0: just a second ago she seemed like this sweet little Silean girl she now looks more like this kind of emaciated gray scaled kind of monstrosity her her eyes are all like clouded over her her scales just in certain patches just kind of like peeling off uh, her fingers are like these like really gnarly kind of claws over the the kind of like nicer nicer fingers that sylean normally have and she just looks like this horrendous monster and it actually seems like she had some sort of animus energy kind of surrounding her, making her appear as if she was a normal child.
1: I'm going to say through gritted teeth. Now remember, just because something is ugly or not physically attractive doesn't mean that it's evil. That said... <laughs>
2: <laughs> your, your call, is home. What what is this?
1: Could I actually
0: get a condition save from everyone? Ooh, okay...
2: This isn't a mind-affecting thing at all, right?
0: Um, the effect on her is, but uh, the condition save is something else.
3: Okay, gotcha. Six for Tiny Willow. Okay,
0: uh, so it's a twelve that you need to beat. Womp, womp,
4: womp. womp. Oh, absolutely
1: not. I got an eight.
2: Yeah, we're all wigged out by this.
0: Okay, uh, so yeah. Everyone who fails once again takes five animus damage and a minus one strength penalty.
2: Am I insulated from that still? Uh, no. Okay, is it just a one and done type thing?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to attempt an immediate escape artist check. To escape from what? She's still (laughs) hugging me! Oh, oh. (laughs) She is! She is! I'm like looking down and just being like, uh... Uh, so I got a 14 on that one.
0: Uh, you very easily, uh, kind of pry her fingers off and just, like, wiggle away.
4: I, I ask, is this thing evil? Should we kill it? In my experience, all children are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, guys, what what is the call here?
2: Do, do we get the sense? I, I mean, I want to ask a question. I don't know if my character would even know this or be able to tell out, but I guess I'll call out, is this thing the source of what's going on
0: here? Uh... As you say so, she actually gets like this like frowny face and uh pulls her claws out.
2: Oh great okay <laughs> <laughs> you you've answered the question for me
1: thank you <laughs> That's not good
0: <laughs> so uh we'll, we'll kind of stick with uh, the initiative we Ugh. currently had here so um we had a so a tiny willow would you uh, like to do anything?
3: well is if the claws are coming out, the bow is coming out. In a 15-foot room? Yep. All right. So Tiny Willow is going to activate Sniper Stance. Uh, Tiny Willow is also going to activate Point Blank. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. So uh, I get the bonuses to Sniper Stance, but in addition with Point Blank, the Precision or Acuity roll gains a plus one and ignores an additional 4 DR. If the attack would have already ignored all the subject's DR due to other effects, such as Sniper Stance... The attack instead gains a bonus three damage. So Tiny Willow loads a barbed arrow into their bow and silently looses the arrow at the child. (laughs) Can we isolate
2: that audio and send it to Michael's job? That's the
4: the quote of the game.
3: (laughs) I shoot the child with a barbed arrow. (laughs) That is a crit. That is a 10, so that makes it a... Uh, It gets a a 6, so uh, you do hit. That's, yeah, that's the 15, so that's a plus 5 on top of the 10. Plus uh, all your bonuses. I think you got big damage on this one. You do indeed. And that will be 13 points of damage. Uh, Yeah, so
0: with uh, one massive kind of barbed arrow, it actually kind of rips off a giant chunk from its torso. And just has like this, this giant gaping wound that all of you notice does not bleed, even though none of the rest of you have seen through its
4: illusion. I'm sure that's fine. I can just imagine years from now there's going to be a doctor going, so tell me again why you killed the child because the talking rabbit told you to? <laughs> uh.
0: So, uh, <laughs> Uh next up is uh the the small little uh, child here. Uh she's going to She's going to actually uh make a she's gonna do some uh, weird magic y stuff at uh Hiton, Good. Who's uh just just fairly close by here. Uh so it actually feels like this kind of pulse of energy travels up through your legs and towards your heart. And you suddenly find yourself, like, oh, find it very difficult to move. Can I get a magic save from you?
1: You sure you don't want a balance save?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: want a magic.
1: <laughs> well, I rolled a 9, and so I have a 10 total.
0: Okay, uh, so she got 7. Good. So, uh, essentially, you, you are immobilized, just because immobilized usually kind of goes off no matter what. But um, you, you manage to resist... Um, it it almost felt like uh, something was kind of creeping towards your heart and trying to grip it, but you manage to kind of willfully just kind of withstand it, and you uh, take no damage. Excellent. Uh, and as uh, as you guys are kind of like uh, seeing all this, you actually see this kind of like black miasma just kind of start coming off of her. These little black flecks of kind of just. Sort of like black little flecks of energy kind of just floating in the air around her.
2: So is the illusion sort of dropping for us as well? We're clearly seeing something is terribly amiss here.
0: Um, she, she still looks like a small child, just one who is radiating death and decay.
2: Like all small children do. Yes, absolutely. Yes.
0: <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, yeah, next up is Sanus.
4: Sanus is going to go full Goku, and I'm going to start powering up. I'll see you in four episodes. <laughs> I have the build charge ability, which I don't quite get to, do i can I build charge and do the thing the first round, or is it i have to wait five rounds
0: if it's <laughs> if it says it's a short action, you can do that alongside something else if not, then it's just a basically you're spending the turn to kind of like power
4: yourself up so I don't see anywhere where it says that well, no the top is active, so that would be seven action points right, yeah, okay. So yeah, so I'm gonna build charge. So there's like this smell of ozone. It kind of starts mm-hmm. to permeate the air. Everyone's hairs on the back of their necks, or their vines, or whatever tiny willow has, it starts to kind of go up. And then just, I'd like a giant lightning bolt will fire out. Of actually, I'm gonna use my wand because I get extra okay. when I do that. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. So let's see what we can do here. Lightning bolt. Well, no, I can't do both, right? That's that's mm-hmm. the that's the the catch there. So yes. So I'm powering up this turn. I will lightning bolt next.
0: Okay, so uh, so basically, uh, Sanus's blue hair kind of like tr- suddenly turns yellow.
2: No,
0: you guys do notice like a sort of actual like a little sparks of electricity kind of shooting off of Sanus. As... You can
2: smell ozone in the air. I imagine. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, next up would be Hitom, as uh, you're standing beside this little girl.
1: Uh, Hitom uh, is immobilized, but just because my body can't move doesn't mean that my insults can't Well, it's specifically
0: still. that you can't uh, move from your spot. You can still take actions.
1: Oh, good. Then the action that I'm going to take is to yell insults at this small child. Uh, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right, so presence versus will. So
1: I'm going to shout out, you look like a sponge that someone purposely left in the basement for a year. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, and I got a 16 on my presence roll.
0: She actually rolled fairly well, but she only got
1: 15. Yes. Oh, nice!
0: So yeah, uh, she she suddenly seems to intently be focused on you.
1: Good. <laughs> the subject <laughs> is taunted for two rounds.
0: <laughs> after After Tom is a uh, tog.
2: Um. So. Tog is going to use a short action to again try to rile up this child uh, for a second time. So um, you can see Tog... Uh, her, her teeth are like gnashing, and she's like trying to get words out. And she, you can tell she's practiced at this, she's hyping herself up, and she eventually just starts calling out curse words in some language that none of the rest of you speak. <laughs> um, so she is going to make a presence roll against the child. So I'm already angry from this. Yeah. So um, I got an 11.
0: Uh, so she gets seven.
2: So, I believe the child is angry now, too. Uh, She
0: is. So, she uh, loses some focus, uh, takes a penalty to her her claw attacks.
2: Awesome. Um, And that was only a short action for me, so I'm going to attack, but I also have an action that triggered, which was hunger for war, because last turn, I did nothing. I waited to see what was happening, so... Um, At the start of this turn, I made no attack rolls last turn, so I can trigger this skill to get a bonus to my damage and to hit rolls on this attack. Yeah. So I am angry, but it should, everything should even out here, hopefully. I only get an eight, though. Uh, She only gets a six. Alrighty, I will take it.
0: So it is low damage.
2: That is a low damage, so that'd be 13 normally plus two, so that is 15 damage.
0: Alright, uh, yeah, so you, you basically, you, you just scream obscenities at her, and then just pull out your sword, and then just chop her straight in two. Oh. Uh, and, uh, as she, like, falls, uh, apart into two, two perfectly even kind of, like, chunks. Ugh. Both of them stop looking like a child, and begin looking like this horrific, decayed monstrosity.
2: That was awful. I hated every moment of that.
0: So yeah, and uh, you may all see the, the monster that she truly is.
2: Um, at this point, Tog is going to, I mean, she's already angered herself up, so she is, like, still gripping, white-knuckling her sword as she sheaths it, and she turns to Sanus. Actually, she turns to the rest of the three people, and she says, I- Is that it? Is Was that the source? Do we? Do you still feel the decay?
4: I'm still powering up over there. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: I I, I I don't get I don't get much from Santa. So, um, Tog turns to Willow and says, "Willow, do you still was this the source of it, or does the the seed lie further down still?"
3: Uh, Willow will reach out with consult nature again and try to dig their roots into the ground slightly.
0: Uh, it's fairly difficult just because like everything here is stonework, but uh, you, you dig your you dig your roots in and uh, give me a check.
3: That's a seven.
0: So yeah, you you don't actually manage to reach any plants nearby just cuz like you're so deep underground and there's all the stone in the way. But as you do kind of like uh, seep your little uh your roots in, you do still get this like sickening kind of feeling from so, the the So
3: areas. moments after the roots you see the the roots go into the the stonework in the cracks in the stonework, a little sap comes out of <laughs> tiny willow's mouth and uh the roots retract and kind of break off and and Tiny Willow spits the rest of the sap out onto the ground. There's something still here.
2: Well, there's one less hellion in between us and it, so if you are all present of mind, I say we continue on.
4: Let's open that door! I'm still powering up. (laughs) (laughs) Is the door open?
0: Uh, It's not currently open, but uh, as you open it, it... Opens fairly easily. Uh, nothing seems to be barring your, your path forward. And as you continue for descending further and further into this place, well, you...
4: hold on, uh, because my build charge does have a negative uh, side effect. If I don't get to release the energy, I take damage. Been there, buddy. Yeah. So <laughs> I basically you hear like a weird at the end, and, and I just look frazzled and my hair sticking up, and I, I'm just like, <laughs> a little puff of smoke. <laughs> comes out oh no and i take uh 10 damage from that Ooh, yeah should have said something
1: there pal <laughs> i would have uh <laughs>
4: i didn't think we were gonna kill the child demon in one turn severely uh, misunderestimated
1: my biting comments
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh well who still has potions i've used both of mine michael you've used one of yours right
1: yes i have one left i still have one
2: tiny willow still has both okay Might be something to think about.
4: Yeah, because I currently have four hit points left out of my 26.
1: Oh, now you have 14. Yay! As Hitom hands you her potion. If anybody feels like they have love to share,
2: um, (laughs) (laughs) Tog will also be accepting of that.
1: Tiny Willow will
3: walk up to each of you and and grant you a potion.
4: Yay! Excellent. Tiny Willow MVP. That's right. Eh. Most valuable puns.
0: You guys uh, continue, uh, you heal up a bit, uh, kind of patch your guys' cells up uh, to be a more substantial substantial level, and begin heading further and further into this, this dark, dark, dank place. Uh, the, n- the next room you kind of come to is, it has about, um, about 15 feet of, of actual flooring, and then the rest of the room is just this massive chasm. And after about 20 feet on the other side of the chasm is a door in the wall. There's no uh, little ledge or anything. There's just uh, this massive chasm in between the two. There are murals on the wall, and floating slightly above the ground is a scale. There is also a body of a Cylian in the room. She's actually um, wearing some kind of fairly nice kind of um, almost, uh, almost like spiritual clothes.
4: All right. I will inspect the body while someone, if someone else, check, a, take a look at the murals.
0: So, uh, as you're inspecting the body, um, she actually does look like she was some sort of undead creature. But you notice uh, a number of like claw wounds on her body. It looks like she got in a fight with some sort of other creature.
3: Troubling. Tiny Willow, will take a look at the
2: scale. What kind of what are we talking about? Like a weighing scale or like a scale from a creature?
0: Uh, a weighing scale. So it, it's actually just floating um, slightly in the air. Uh, it is pure white, and it seems to just be doing nothing. The murals on the walls actually show um, a number of bodies being loaded onto a onto a scale, and all of them essentially being weighed against nothing. Uh, there is a bit of writing in the room as well. Sanus can uh, translate that it says... Uh, the weight of the dead is as light as air.
1: What if we put the dead body on the scale, please? I say to one of the stronger people, <laughs> Tog will grab and just toss
2: it onto the uh, the far end of the scale. I'm
4: like getting ready to go into like a dissertation on how you don't want to, you know, uh, manipulate the corpse. manipulate I blow the skeleton apart. What? I don't have no, I have no <laughs> ground to stand here.
2: Yep, and uh, yeah, so Tog will see if the the corpse will weigh down the scale.
0: Uh, As you do, uh, it actually doesn't weigh it down, but the the scale does lift up slightly further, and begins slowly moving.
2: So like, the side that I put the dead on lifted up
0: rather than going down? No, the entire scale lifted up.
1: Oh, idea. Tiny Willow, you don't weigh a lot, and you can also stretch very far. Would you like to- See and if you, this scale travels you to the other side of the chasm, please.
0: It is currently moving towards the uh, chasm.
3: Certainly, tiny willow is uh, only two feet tall. Could someone give me a, a lift? <laughs> I'll give you a boost. So
0: yeah, uh, I kind of get pushed up onto the uh, the other side of the scale, and it actually doesn't um move against the the weight of the the body on the other side. And it just continues to float over the chasm, and then stops right before the door.
3: Can, can you open it? Tiny Willow will kind of reach his arm down and extend it as much as he can. Grab the handle, if possible. Uh, you, you open the door, and it opens quite easily. And Tiny
0: Willow will hop down into the doorway. You are now inside of the doorway. Beyond is a fairly short ten-foot uh, hallway leading into a small circular room. Uh, Within the room, there is more murals all across the wall, and there appears to be a a sigil kind of uh, carved into the center of the room.
3: Does the statue return to its, or the the scale return to its original position?
0: No, it is still floating there.
2: We will scurry across then, I imagine,
0: to follow. So yeah, Uh, you guys all kind of uh, make it over to the, the scale. And then kind of walk through the door, and beyond is this tiny room. Uh, the murals on the walls actually depict um, this many armed beast actually kind of trying to protectively guard the Cilian. And as it does so, you actually see it uh, begin to attack and slaughter the various Ventelli troops. And every time it does so, it seems to be warping more and more from this large beast to. This horrific kind of many armed monstrosity, and eventually in the murals, you actually see it almost turning on the cyen, but instead of attacking them, it seems to kind of seal itself away in some sort of large chest,
2: like a classic treasure chest looking chest
0: um more like a more like a stone coffin,
2: hmm, like a sarcophagus of some sort, yeah, interesting, well. We'll have to be on the lookout for one of those. I think if we find one of those, we'll know what the source of this is.
0: So yeah, um, aside from that, there's the sigil on the floor, and there's nothing else in this room.
4: So there's no exit that we can see? Not that you can see, no. All right, and what is the sigil?
0: Uh, it looks like it's a magical sigil of some sort.
4: Uh, do I recognize it, or do I just know that it's vaguely magical?
0: it it's it's very faintly glowing, and aside from that it's it's not actually something you recognize it doesn't look like
4: uh elemental magic of some sort
2: probably that life and death magic
4: that thing you were talking about earlier well let's uh let's look around the room see if there's any sort of passageway concealed yeah uh you can make a awareness check
0: if you guys would like
4: do we, would you like us each to do one yeah okay
2: Ah, eight i got I got a thirteen.
3: Would Subterra help in this uh, case? Oh, no. 13, aware- uh, Thirteen awareness check for Tiny Willow. So you guys all kind of
0: look around the room, and no one really spots anything other than the sigil on the floor.
4: All right, so we need to find a way to activate it. Has anyone tried standing on it? Not yet. Tog takes a step.
0: As you do so, there's a brief flash of light, and you are gone.
1: Oh, my apologies, Tog. Well, guys, thanks. Uh, It was great. All right, Tanner, we'll see you next week. She was a good person. um, Hated children.
4: (laughs) Hated puns. Oh, boy. Uh, I will follow. I'll step on the sigil as well. You, too, vanish. Tell my story.
1: So, Tiny Willow, what say you and me go back up that well and never speak (laughs) about our friends who are now most certainly dead (laughs) oh boy
3: Hitalm we we
1: must follow now Hitalm takes a hesitant step
0: Uh, as you do so there is another flash of light and you too vanish
3: tiny willow steps on the sigil
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah Uh, Tog uh, were you the one with the torch?
2: Uh, I believe I was, yeah.
0: So you actually find yourself in a fairly decent-sized room. There are a number of um, bowls seemingly just floating in the air, um, kind of all leading up to this short staircase leading up. At the top of the the staircase, at the far end of the room, is what looks like a large uh, sarcophagus made of stone. There are numerous sigils kind of um, written all over it. And it actually looks like there is a crack in the side of it that you did not see in the mural. After a few moments, Sanus appears behind you, followed shortly by Hitom, and (laughs) after a little while longer, (laughs) Tiny Willow.
2: Tog will turn to Sanus and say, you see that sarcophagus up there? I do. You know what that means. Mummies. Be on your guard.
0: So yeah, (laughs) Uh, As you say so, um, the various bowls floating in the room all kind of light up with this blue fire.
2: Oh, not a good sign. Not a good sign.
0: And then there is a massive roar coming from the sarcophagus as the entire room shakes. That's not good. Swords out. The, uh, The top of it comes off, and coming out of the sarcophagus is this large vaguely humanoid figure with a, the bottom of it kind of uh, leading off into these black wisps. Uh, it looks somewhat like the, the figure you saw in the murals in the more later portions of it. Instead of eyes, it has these like screaming mouths and it actually has fewer arms than you saw in the murals. Whereas the, uh, the murals showed it with almost several dozen arms. This one only has four. Only four, guys. Only
3: four. Only, Only. Only, Only four. four. Only four.
0: And on each palm is another mouth that seems to kind of, like, screech at you.
4: Is there any writing on the wall other than the obvious writing on the wall in this situation?
0: <laughs> uh, no. Um, there's, there's no more writing in the, these, uh this area.
4: Let's put this corruption to rest. Perhaps we should negotiate with it.
1: Have you learned nothing from our... Our time down here.
0: <laughs> we will get into some uh, some initiative just to see how uh, you guys kind of uh, come across things. If
3: if some of you want to talk, yeah, you'll talk to it. I'll hit it. We'll see who solves the problem first. <laughs> Thirteen for Tiny Willow.
4: Seventeen for Sanus.
1: Big Fat Eight for a Tog. Thirteen for a Tom. I've managed to tie everyone at least <laughs> once here. Um, Tiny Willow, what's your initiative <laughs> score? Eight. What's your luck score? Four.
3: Ah oh, no! <laughs> oh oh! Wait, did Tiny Willow win?
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hold me closer, Tiny Willow. <laughs>
2: Good.
4: That has been in my head this entire time.
2: I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to see some Tog
4: X Tiny Willow art. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> So yeah, uh, first up is gonna be Sanus. So, I'll quickly look around. So, we're not negotiating? Can you out-talk nine mouths?
2: I mean, you talk a lot, but not that much.
4: You're technically only seven. That's, yeah, there you go, have four. Um, I'm gonna start powering up!
0: Okay. okay, uh, after Sanus is, uh, the beast. It actually flies forward towards all of you, and then... All of its mouths in unison begin screaming. Can I get a condition save from everyone?
3: Is
2: this a mind influencing thing? Sorry, I have to keep asking. Uh, it is a mind effect. Tom got nine. Nice.
3: Cool.
4: Yay. I critted. Got a 17 total. I got a 10 total,
3: but I have a nine on the die.
0: Ooh. Uh, I don't believe you have a critical, um increased critical for those saves. Just for, uh, acuity rolls.
2: I got a 13 to resist.
3: If this would numb, if this would numb or paralyze, I do get a plus one save.
0: Uh, it does neither of those, but all of you do save. So it actually feels almost like all of you had the sensation of your eyes almost ripping out of your skull.
2: Hate when that happens.
0: But, uh, all of you managed to actually resist it and your vision returns uh, a second later. So it, it actually almost felt like something was trying to eat your very vision. After it, as it uh, screams at you, we will hop on over to Tiny
3: Willow, the only person to uh, unseat Hatalm. Tiny Willow's feet root into the ground, and they draw their bow, and they loose a barbed arrow at the mummy.
0: Okay. And quickly get its defense up here. Uh, it gets a seven.
3: Tie. It's a seven. It does. Uh, attacker gets the tie.
0: All right. Yep.
3: Yay. That'll be. That would be five points of damage from the barbed arrow as it uh tears through the a part of the mummy's wrappings.
0: Uh, it doesn't actually have wrappings
3: on it. Well, then. uh, Uh, It. Oh, I sorry. I thought that was actually what it was. Uh I thought I thought the lower half was wispy and the top half was mummy. That that was my mummy joke. Uh, I, it's I, my character's It is artist, yeah.
0: white, but it actually no. seems like it's made of sort of like almost decayed flesh. Got it. You do hit it and uh, get a solid blow all the way through. It's DR with your your sweet old sniper <laughs> stance.
3: It is not that tough. We can take this
1: thing down.
0: All right. Uh, so, next up would be Hitom.
1: Uh, Hitom, inspired and bolstered by Tiny Willow's words, uh, is going to enter offensive stance. And, because, because Hitome is refined, uh, when entering an offensive stance, I can trigger refinement to give the stance plus two to precision rolls and minus one to melee damage. Okay. So, I am refinedly aggressive uh, as I make a lunge toward my opponent.
0: Uh, He does critically defend, so he gets 17.
1: Oh, good, of course. I don't think that I can beat a 17 here, but let me just try. So I rolled an 8. My precision is 2, so that's a 10, plus the 2 from refinement is 12, plus uh, offensive stance gives me... Plus one, that's
4: thirteen,
1: and then
0: In your uh combat stats for critical, does it say like nine to ten or eight to ten?
1: Neither. Uh, just ten. Yeah, it's just a ten. Okay, okay. <laughs>
0: uh there's always always a chance. But whatever
1: uh, whatever deft duelist is, I get double the effects.
0: <laughs> uh CS so yes, uh deft duelist. <laughs> I'm
1: listen. Really pushing for this one. Yeah.
0: So un- unfortunately, uh, despite coming very close, it manages to actually kind of like float out
1: of the way. Oh, I hate of this. Your, your attack. I should have stuck with hurling insults. That's what I'm best at. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah. Um. He manages to to move his fairly large body. He actually is large size, so he's quite a bit bigger than the rest of you. He Kind of like wistfully, uh, kind of moves away, and uh, Tom. Just misses what would tog like to do
2: uh tog's gonna do the old tried and true to rile herself up and attempt to sort of bait this um this creature to stooping to her level, so she angers herself, and I would love to make a presence roll against it if it is the type of thing to be angered
0: uh it critically um, fails. I did get a 12. so uh, it's total ends up being a one nice. Uh so it does seem to get angry as uh, as various the 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 teeth were like its mouth uh, its eyes are sort gnashing at you.
2: Yeah and and she will return that and sort of mirror that as she is going to she is going to take a wild swing again. Um so she's going to spend 9 more stamina points. Tog, chop it down like a gnarled old evergreen. And um she is gonna take a roll. Let's hope for some hot dice. Oh, that is a ten, that is a crit.
0: Okay, uh so it, it rolled fairly well, but you critically succeed and uh get some high damage in there.
2: Yes, so um that is going to be I am angry. So that is 22 damage coming at it.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, So... uh, It does look like it's a little physically resistant, but that's still Mm -hmm. a fairly massive chunk Oh, you know what?
2: Um, My Claymore, it doesn't... My Claymore is different from your weapons. It doesn't ignore DR and a crit. Instead deals 50% more damage. And you did say this rounds up. So it's doing a base amount of 30 damage okay. plus that three, so 33 damage.
0: Nice, nice. All right. This is, this is
4: threat level yellow. I do have a threat level red past this I'm in the too. mustard, okay? I'm just saying.
0: So yeah, with a massive blow, you just kind of cleave into it, and it just screeches at you in anger.
2: Mm-hmm. But it does not ignore its reduction. But I, I still think I came out net gain on that. it. This. Actually, doesn't
0: look like it has a lot of physical resistance. Just, uh, just a little bit. It doesn't look as tanky as like the uh, the massive stone statues you fought earlier.
2: Sure, I figured, yeah, but yeah, she is very satisfied. You can see like this almost wolf like grin appear on her face as her blade sinks through. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh. So, um, we'll go on
4: to Sanus. All right, Sandus is going to discharge her first powered-up lightning bolt. Ooh. I am using my wand. Come on! Oh, I got a ten. I got it a gets 10. a five. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! So that's a crit. Uh, so, so the, this would be level plus sixteen. So that's tw- that's twenty. Uh, so what does the the crit do in that situation? So it
0: basically ignores all of its uh, MR and any okay. resistances it has to lightning damage.
4: Okay, uh, so that would be twenty points of actually, yeah, twenty points of damage because that includes the plus one from the wand. So, yeah, it actually
0: looks like uh, the energy kind of um, hit it and almost seemed like the the electricity was going to be kind of repelled around it a bit, but it just forcefully shoots directly
4: through it and it gives off another loud screech at all of you. And there's like this short moment where I kind of slump and then it picks right back up and I'm still charged. <laughs> ah! Nice, cool.
0: Alright, uh, so we'll get to it.
4: No, it doesn't it doesn't have to be We go. have we have laid a
1: lot of hurt attacks. Ah,
4: you have.
1: Please remember um, that I am innocent when you're doling out attacks.
2: Hatal, <laughs> <laughs> Hatal, you're the heart
1: of the party. Without
0: without you, what would we be? So uh I will uh, can I get a disable save from TOG? As it uh, Is this a it is a mind affecting effect.
2: Nice, so I do get a better bonus mm-hmm. on that. I don't have a mind. Ha
0: ha! <laughs> 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 it's on you. There's
2: nothing to target. Um, she gets a twelve. Okay,
0: so it looks like it would normally do uh, a bit better at this, but its its anger is kind of like clouding its uh, its focus. So it uh, <laughs> it actually gets an eleven. So it looks like a, it it would have overcome your mind, but it just managed to kind of uh the anger god it's it's focused just a little too off
2: right the anger is foreign to this thing but i live in this yeah so i am much more in control i'm always angry
0: so he does get two free attacks with uh two of his arms each round so uh he will make those at you let's uh get the first off
2: I, i roll two defenses yep
0: uh the first one is critically missed so you're probably going to uh Get by yeah, that. I got
2: a four, so I'm good You're on good
0: there. And the second one uh, is... Does uh, he not... No, he doesn't have a increased range.
2: I got a nine. Uh, so
0: he gets a 11.
2: Okay, so that one does do me.
0: Okay, uh, so that's... He gets plus... Uh, so it's only low damage. He gets a little bit more damage because he's, he's angry right now. And that is a total of uh, only seven.
2: Okay, and my physical damage resistance applies to this? Uh, this is
0: actually animus damage.
2: Okay, so that I will take all seven of those then.
0: And he actually drains five of your SP with the attack. <sighs> As he actually kind of like claws at you, it, it almost seems like a bit of your energy is like being sucked into the mouth.
3: Yeah, she, she's running out of juice here. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not clear on animus damage. Because we've taken we've taken ten points so far, mm-hmm. but I don't see anywhere that's tracking that. Is that taking away from HP?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just
2: the
3: damage okay. type. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. okay. Like got the it. I, of it.
0: Instead of reducing got it. the the damage using your DR, you reduce it using your magic reduction. Okay. And if you had any animus resistance, you'd also get to reduce that off of it.
3: Yeah, and, and I I got that, but I wasn't... Sh- like, I kept looking around the sheet for, like, an animus damage total. Oh. Like, am I, is it different than regular HP? Okay, I got it. I probably shouldn't have given away those potions, then. <laughs> <laughs> Potion seller. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Willow
0: is full of tree grit. So, yeah, uh, he, he kind of uh, claws you up a little bit, and uh, screw. It, it looked like he was... for as, as you're just, like, standing there, for a moment, you actually had a... A brief moment of just like pure perfect peace, and it almost seemed like everything was just going to be completely okay. Like you're reaching this moment of pure serenity, and then you're just like, F- "That no!" And you got like pissed off, and you're like, Argh.
2: <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, it sounds like me."
3: So uh, it is Tiny Willow's turn. Tiny Willow uh, will loose yet another arrow. But ain't broke, fall. Hey. Okay. Fall. Fall. Fall like a tree in the forest. Or like other things that fall. There's lots. (laughs) It's not exclusive.
4: Your bigotry towards non-forested areas is showing. Snow falls. So
3: that is a base roll of 8 with a 3 of cutie. So uh, 11 plus 1, that's 12. So he gets a total of 8. Nice. So you hit for high damage. That will be 10 points. So he actually looks like fairly
0: injured at this point as he's just like screeching out at all of you as you're just cleaving into him and firing off arrows. Uh, After Tiny Willow is Hitom.
1: Hitom is going to pick herself up. Dust a little bit of the dirt that came when she missed. She doesn't want to become a dust bunny. (laughs) And she's going to go no one saw the first time. We're gonna do this again. It's gonna be better. We're gonna go, and here we are lunging. <laughs> okay, eight. That is a crit. Ten.
0: Boom. <laughs> uh, it gets eleven. So yeah. Uh, so once again, it was it was about to like wistfully dodge out of the way, but you just managed to you you adjusted for your last mistake on mm-hmm. the the prior turn, and uh, managed to skewer right into it. Uh, So that will be high damage.
1: Yeah, which is nine. But I think that there is more because of my stance. So offensive stance gives me a plus one. And then it says that Lunge gives me double the benefits of Deft Duelist for bonus damage. But Deft Duelist doesn't give me...
0: Oh, yes, yes, um... That was, basically, I uh, for all like the damage bonuses, I generally just try to add them directly into the attacks, so oh, play, okay. newer players didn't have to worry too much. Uh, so it should have been at level four an extra plus two damage. Okay. So it should buff that uh, instead of nine, it would be eleven.
1: Nice plus the plus one for my stance, so I deal twelve points of damage, and I'm very proud of myself. You should be.
0: <laughs> uh, I, as you um kind of uh lunge into it you actually skewer so deep you you actually seem to kind of like pierce some sort of uh energy sack inside of it and with a massive kind of shout it actually tears apart and numerous spirits begin like screaming out from its corpse all shooting off into various directions and uh, slowly, I kind of, as as more of these spirits kind of shoot further and further out from the body, its form kind of seems to shrink and shrink and shrink until it's just like this little wisp on the ground that fades away. Tom
2: feels a large hand clap the back of her furry back and you can see Tog look down at her and give her a smile and squeeze maybe a little bit more than is comfortable and it's like, you'll be a good sword fighter someday, kid. And she, she, she <laughs> pats her on the back and uh, gives her a genuine,
1: you know, congratulations. I think at the first pat on the back, Katal definitely stumbles forward <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> all right.
4: Um, Sanus will look around. Uh, and since I actually managed to hit this time, I'm, all, I'm able to discharge the energy back into the ground. Uh, I don't actually take damage. I want to go to the sarcophagi and look in. Not looking for loot, but to see if there's any, anything in there we need to know about. Should we put the cap back on? Does it matter at this point? I'll look for loot. loop. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> as you're looking around, uh, there's nothing inside of the sarcophagus uh, except for like a sort of black kind of sludge. Um, in in the room, you actually do notice a book kind of like lying off to the side. It has a number of bloodstains on it. It uh, looks like it's seen a few better days. But aside from the book, there doesn't really seem to be anything here in the uh, in the room.
4: Is there anything that makes me think that we need to recap this sarcophagus? Like, is this evil going to seep back in to regenerate at some point in time, or is that not? Uh, if
0: uh, if you wanted to do a spirituality check, ten total, seven on the die. Okay. uh yeah. So, you actually think that um. This being was a corrupt spirit. So uh, spirits are um, sort of like gods in, in Loomis. They gain energy from like worship and from basically embodying some sort of idea. Uh, as they do so, they kind of gain energy specifically from that kind of concept. And they usually kind of portray themselves as gods specifically because they want to gain more energy and, and grow in power. Uh, So you actually specifically think this might have been a corrupt spirit of passing who specifically, under normal circumstances, help guide souls off to whatever lies beyond. And uh, spirits generally become corrupt when they go against their own nature or when they begin to absorb energy from things that don't actually embody what they are. So looking at the, uh, the murals throughout this place, you actually think it might have tried to protected Silian worshippers, and in doing so, kind of began to change its nature and become corrupt in the process. Okay. Based on the last mural you saw, you actually think it might have tried to seal itself away to try and protect its worshippers from itself. Uh, as you actually kind of like look around the area, um, you do know that corrupt spirits, while spirits themselves are immortal, corrupt spirits are not. So... In slaying it, you don't think it's going to actually come back. It's likely dead for good.
4: All right. Uh, so, Sanus will take some time, and I want to do some sort of, like a cleansing ritual, uh, recognizing that the spirit tried to do good, and in doing so became corrupt, and even then tried to protect people from itself. And that is an honorable action, and its passing, while inevitable, uh, has a tinge of sadness. So, Sanus is taking some time to, you know, Allow that to feel in the room before we move on.
0: So yeah, uh, as you actually do so, begin doing some like uh, some cleansing rituals. You actually notice the sledge kind of like f- almost evaporate a bit.
2: Tog will um as, as this sort of ritual is going on, and Sanus has passed that information along. She will kind of stop and polish. She's like sitting on a, a piece of flagstone and polishing her sword, and she says, "This is a lesson to all of us that." To deny what we truly are is to only cause pain and trouble for others. Even if what you are is something that society might not accept, it is better to be yourself than to become something like this, twisted into something that nobody wants or needs. And she will kind of let them all sit and bask in the silence of that and make, make sure that everybody considers her lecture
3: tiny willow walks over to the sarcophagus and will begin to grow the willows back from their head and as the willows grow out they grow in gray green and then grow bright green and then they flower tiny willow will break some of those willow strands from their head and lay them into the sarcophagus uh, and then tilt their head toward the sarcophagus and then walk slowly away
1: seeing that tiny willow is affected in such a a strong manner um, I think Tom just kind of slowly walks over to them and puts her hand on their shoulder and just very solemnly says "Did I tell you about what happened to my parents after their wedding?
3: Hitalm has to bend down to put her hand on (laughs) Daddy Willow's shoulder.
1: Um, And just with the
4: sniffle says,
1: they went on their bunny moon.
4: And fade to black.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. This has got to be the fade to black. Hitalm, have I told you the one about the little sapling and the old
1: tree? many times but i want to hear it again
3: the little sapling would tell the old tree to leaf it alone i'm going back up
4: (laughs) 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 and fade to black (laughs) awesome well sherman thank you so very much for running the game and, and giving us a chance to try out endless realms um again when is the kickstarter going live uh, April twenty fourth. April twenty fourth. And uh Tanner, Michael, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. I'll give everybody a chance to go around the room more time and kind of you know, let everybody know who you are. So again, my name is Michael here at the RPG Academy. Uh Tanner.
2: I'm uh Tanner. I just want to thank you, Sherman. This was an awesome, awesome game. You've got one customer here already, so I had a, I had a great time here. Um when I'm not shilling, I am on <laughs> uh Shadow of the Caval, uh a RPG Academy Network podcast. And um, you can find my voice on other RPG Academy shows. Thank you so much, Sherman.
3: All right, Michael. Again, uh, Michael, uh, with the Redemption podcast on the RPG Academy. Uh, I also do. Uh, I'm also involved. I can't even talk anymore. I can't pronounce Everything's a jumble. I uh, also involved in Return to Greyhawk, which is a Sunday D and D streaming game. Uh, and then I also uh, participate in Tales of Blood and Stone, a Shadow of the Demon Lord podcast. That has recently been something that's been released as well. Uh, thank you again, Sherman. This was very cool. Uh, I, again, I love the character concepts. I love the the ideas behind them and the the abilities. The point system works pretty well. I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of this as it comes out.
4: So, I want to come up with a term for. It's like when you're when you're involved with a lot of podcasts. You're instead of being promiscuous, you're podmiscuous. I Is think that, that that's can we, fine. Can we, can we make that's that happen? Fine. I get around. Okay. All right, perfect. All right, and then Taylor.
1: (laughs) Hi, uh, so friends um i am taylor i run riverhouse games you can find all of our stuff at riverhousegames.com specifically involved with the network is the podcast game closet which is an informal chat show with all sorts of amazing uh queer and lgbt folks who are making things in the role-playing game community um so our most recent episode by the time that we are recording this uh came out with Aaron Catano saez uh and he is a great guy we you know have a really great conversation about all sorts of amazing stuff um and every episode is like that. Um, I am really proud of all the guests that come on and, and share their wonderful things that they do. So I encourage you to look uh, look up that show and then look up all the people that we have on it and support their work as well. Um, I am stoked about the art for this game. I am in love with all the how everything looks uh, in it, and it's got a very strong feel to me. So uh, thank you, Sherman, for for bringing us in here.
4: Thank you all for listening. Please go check out the Kickstarter when it goes live. And uh, we will get together with the players. We'll do a recap episode. So when we, after the actual trial comes out, we'll have a recap. So thanks. Everybody do an awkward wave out, even though no thanks, one's watching. Guys. <laughs> and never Thank you. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy network. If you enjoy what we do here,